You are not broken. You are not a problem to be fixed. I know the story has been painful, but you are not a problem to be fixed. Just because we have things to heal doesn't mean there's something wrong with us. Hello, this is Jerry Henderson, and welcome to the Permission to Love podcast, where we discuss how we can give ourselves the permission to love ourselves. We're working to build a community where self-love is normalized. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode. Recording this episode here in Sao Paulo, Brazil, back in my home away from home. So grateful that you've taken the time to join me. If you have not yet had a chance to follow, I want to encourage you to do that as well as leave a review. That's going to continue to help broaden the reach of this podcast so that people can hear how they can give themselves permission to love themselves and begin to heal their relationship with themselves. So let's go ahead and dive in. I'm excited to get into today's episode and the topic of assessing where we're at on our healing journey. We're in the middle of a series about the healing journey, and we're talking about five A's. The first A being awakening to the fact that we need to heal or that we want to heal. The second one is then taking an action or putting our foot on the path, taking that first step towards healing. The third one then being addressing the core root issues, like what are we actually trying to deal with, moving beyond just behaviors or symptoms to really understanding what the core root issues are. And now we're moving into assessing. How are we doing? Are we growing? Are we healing? Are we changing? And how do we go about assessing that as a part of our journey? So let's talk a little bit about why it's so important for us to assess where we're at. You know, any journey that you set out on, you want to know, are you making progress? If you're trying to get from here to there, what does that look like? How do you know that you're making progress on your journey? Now, there are some pitfalls that I'll talk about here in a little bit about how we can get kind of tangled up and over-assessing or things that kind of get us actually paralyzed on our journey. But it is important for us to understand, am I growing? Am I changing? Because we can get stuck in a cycle. We can get stuck in a loop and we're not actually making any progress. And that's a very frustrating place to be in. And so we want to begin to understand how do we assess and how do we know that we're moving forward on our journey? So now let's first talk about some of those pitfalls. Some of the things that I think probably aren't helpful as a part of our journey. And the first one is to think that healing is linear, that if we're not moving forward step by step by step, then we're not making progress. The reality is healing is a zigzag. It's a roller coaster. It's going to point B, then back to point A, then to D. It's all over the place. We can actually be healing and feel stuck. We can be healing and feeling like we're going in a circle. We can be healing and having like really bad days. And that actually may be progress for us because it's not about how we always feel. I mean, I could feel really good one day and I may not be making any progress at all. I can feel really bad other days and I'm actually making more progress because I'm learning to accept the present moment. I'm learning to accept how I feel. I'm learning to investigate why I'm in that space. So I think it is good for us to set aside that first pitfall, to think that we have to be on a linear journey and that every day has to be getting better. We have to feel better every day. 
realize that there have been years of you having to struggle with this and having to find ways to heal. It's not going to happen overnight. And the way that you heal is going to be so different from other people, which leads me to the second point or the second pitfall, which is comparison. We get into comparing how our journey is versus somebody else's. Now, there is some aspiration. We can look at other people and we can think, you know what? I'm aspiring to get where they're at. They're an inspiration to me. Their healing journey is inspiring to me. And that's beautiful. But that's different than comparison. Because comparison begins to have that feeling of self-judgment, that we really feel like we're never going to make it, and we can't get where they are, and we begin to see how other people are doing their journey, and we think that's how we have to do ours, even if it doesn't fit with us. So let's stay away from comparison. Let's lean into aspiration and inspiration. Let's get rid of comparison, because comparing yourself to where other people are at and where you think you should be at based off of their journey is only going to lead to frustration. It's only going to continue to dishearten us and cause us to sometimes step off of the path because we don't think that we're ever going to get where other people are. And we start to shame ourselves out of the healing process. And finally, the last pitfall I'll talk about is the they said pitfall. Like they said, or whoever said, this is how healing should happen, or this is where I should be at by this point in my journey. And there can be a lot of shame that comes with that because we keep thinking that, well, some expert said that this is how I should be healing. This is where I should be at by now, or this is what I should be feeling or thinking or how I should be approaching it. Listen, once again, if you don't hear anything else about what I'm talking about with these pitfalls, hear this. Your journey is your journey. And if what somebody is telling you about how their journey went or where they think people should be at in the healing process, and that's not resonating with you, that's okay. Do not shame yourself. Do not judge yourself because you're not fitting into some mold. Your story and what happened to you is unique, and therefore your healing process is unique. And I've seen more frustration and more people getting disheartened about their healing journey because of these pitfalls, because of comparison, because of the, they said I should be here by now, or I should be over it by now, or whatever the narrative is. The fact that you want to heal is healing in itself. If you're committed to your healing journey, and even when you're not committed to your healing journey, but you get back on the path, that commitment to healing, that desire to heal is the healing journey. So the mere fact that you have that and you're taking the steps forward in the journey, you are healing. So be gentle with yourself and be careful of all these pitfalls that I think trip us up a lot on our journey. So now... I'm actually going to get into talking about some things that I think are helpful in assessing our growth and our journey and how we're doing. Now, I just previously said that, you know, we don't take what other people say and have to apply it to us. So I want to be very clear. These are just my thoughts, my opinions about what's helped me and I've seen help other people. And I've always said this, that if this doesn't stick for you, and this doesn't resonate with you, then dismiss it and find what does. That's the beauty of our healing journey is that we get to create it. We get to create the story. We get to unfold the path. Because listen, the path is neutral. The path of the healing journey is neutral. 
It is laid before you and you give meaning to it. You get to ask the path what it gives to you. The path does not dictate to you how you're going to heal. You get to dictate to the path how you heal. As you go down the path, you discover tools that are along the way. You can choose to pick them up or you can choose to leave them. You can choose to continue to walk forward or you can choose to rest. You are in charge of your journey. The path is not in charge of your journey. So what do I think can be helpful in assessing? Well, the first thing is I think we've got to define what we're trying to do, where we're trying to go. We talked a little bit about that in the previous episode where we talked about how, you know, it's not the behavior that we're trying to correct. It's getting to a core belief about ourselves that once we begin to address that, then the behavior begins to change. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I think it can be helpful in beginning to address this part of what is it that you're wanting to change and then asking the question, How will you know when that is changing? How are you going to know when you've made progress? Like in your mind, as you sit there and think, you know what? I don't like the way that I talk to myself. I don't like the fact that I beat myself up all the time. How am I going to know when I've made progress in that space? Or it might be, I don't like the way that I see myself. I don't like the way that I see myself when I look in the mirror And I want to feel different when I look in the mirror. And so how am I going to know that that's happening? So setting some type of objective in the healing journey is important, just like going to any other destination in life. I'm going to know I'm making progress by hitting certain mile markers. And what are some of those mile markers for you? They're very personal, right? So it might be that I can go X amount of days without beating myself up, Because what I ultimately want to do is get to a place where I'm consistently speaking kindly to myself. So setting that goal and realizing that's what you want, and then understanding how will I know that I'm making progress towards that? What is that going to feel like in my system? That's a really key part of it is understanding how I'm going to feel, how I'm going to think, and how I'm going to behave. Those, for me, are the three markers that we begin to assess as a part of the journey. The healing journey, in my opinion, I'm very adamant about this, I get really passionate about this, is about healing our relationship with ourself. Because our relationship with ourself, it's going to determine every other relationship in our life. It is the source where everything flows from. So the process of understanding how I'm feeling, how I'm thinking, and how I'm behaving is really about how am I feeling about myself, because that starts to get reflected in how I'm showing up in the world. How am I thinking about myself, because that starts to reflect how I think other people are thinking about me. And how am I behaving, because my behaviors are coming from a place of how my relationship with myself is going. If this is healthy, then behaviors start to become more healthy in my life. So it really is about, am I feeling whole? Am I thinking whole? And am I behaving in a way that feels whole to me? Is my life reflecting a way or a sense of wholeness? Because as we've talked about before, trauma and pain fragments our relationship with ourselves and with others. And so that sense of wholeness is 
actually what we're looking for a lot of times. And trying to put that in words at times is difficult. But I know for me, that sense of being whole, of not being fragmented all over the place and feeling like my relationship with myself and others was broken was really important as a part of my healing journey. So as you're looking at the things that you want to heal in your life, that you want to change, I want to give you four things that I think are helpful in assessing that and assessing how that's going. At least they've been really helpful for me because sometimes it can be really subjective to get our hands around, am I making progress? And the first one was this, is that I knew I was making some pretty significant progress when I started feeling safer in the present moment took a lot of work to get there. But beginning to feel safe in the present moment was a huge signal to me that my nervous system was beginning to relax. I was starting to feel okay in my own presence, which was a signal that my relationship with myself was healing because I wasn't abusing myself any longer. I wasn't keeping myself redlined. So the first thing that might be a helpful tool in assessing how that journey is going for you is are you feeling safe in the present moment? Do you have a sense of becoming more relaxed in the present moment? Huge part of understanding that we are healing. I think a second thing that can be really helpful in assessing how the journey is going is that inner voice that we've been talking about. How am I talking to myself? How am I speaking to myself? What's the energy? The most transformational thing for me in my life was changing the way that I talked to myself. Because if I knew I could change the way that I talked to myself, I was changing the way that I saw myself, I was changing my relationship with myself, and I was beginning to shape a new narrative about myself, and I was changing core beliefs. So assessing how often are you beating yourself up, how much progress are you making in that, is a very tangible thing to try to measure. And not shaming ourselves when we're beating ourselves up. Don't use the voice of an inner critic to try to heal the voice of an inner critic. Be gentle with yourself when you do find yourself beating yourself up. And then guess what? That is a huge sign of healing. That is a huge sign to assess that you are moving forward is how you're even treating the parts of you that are unkind to you. So examining how we're talking to ourselves, assessing that, I think can be a really big marker of how we're healing and the progress that we're making. Now, the third thing is how do you see yourself when you look in the mirror or when you have an image of yourself in your mind? How do you see yourself? Do you see yourself as broken, fundamentally flawed? Do you see yourself as a problem to be fixed? What is your view of yourself? Because as we can begin to get our hands around and our head around how we're viewing ourselves, that becomes something very tangible that we can begin to work on and to begin to assess, how am I seeing myself? And I really want to reinforce this point. You are not broken. You are not a problem to be fixed. I know the story has been painful, but you are not a problem to be fixed. Just because we have things to heal doesn't mean there's something wrong with us. We didn't ask for it. We didn't invite it. It came into our life. I talk about this a lot because I think it needs to be reinforced that you are not a problem that needs to be fixed. You are a beautiful soul, a beautiful person who had things happen to them that need to heal. 
That's a different story than being fundamentally flawed. So assessing how you see yourself is a really important part of it, in my opinion. Like, do you see yourself as being enough? Are you able to make progress in how you view yourself at the core? That's a key part of it. So keeping tabs on that can really help us see, are we moving forward? Are we making progress in our journey? And then finally, the last thing I'll talk about in this episode is beginning to assess our relationships in our life. What kind of relationships are showing up in our life? And what kind of relationships are leaving our life? Because the healthier that we get, we begin to attract different people and we stop tolerating certain types of people in our life. So as we're changing, our relationships should be changing as well. Now, it doesn't mean that the people are leaving our life always. It just means how we're interacting with them and how we're engaging with them is getting better and better, becoming more healthy, whatever that healthy interaction means to you and whatever that needs to look like for your journey. But our relationships should be changing as our relationship with ourself is changing. So taking an assessment and taking time to sit down and go, is that relationship improving? Is the way that I'm interacting with people getting better? Are they more healthy? Are the relationships coming into my life more healthy? Am I shedding some relationships that aren't going to change, that shouldn't stay in my life? That's something really key to look at as a mile marker along our healing journey. So those are four things that I think can be helpful to look at because they're actually tangible. You can feel them, you can hear them, you can assess them, and then you can start to work on them. So, so what do you do if you examine them and you go, you know what, I'm, I'm not making progress in that area? That's a beautiful thing because now you're beginning to see something that you can begin to address. You can begin to address that with a therapist. You can begin to address that with somebody else or doing your own inner work to go, you know what? I'm still beating myself up. Why am I doing that? What need is that meeting for me? And going through that process that we've discussed in other episodes. So the assessing process, absolutely vital, absolutely important because it allows us to reflect on are we moving forward? Because we do want to heal. We do want to change. And here's the thing that I want you to also know, that you may not always be aware that you're healing even as you are healing. You're beginning to make progress, and sometimes we're moving forward, and we're not even seeing that we're making that progress. But here's another thing that starts to happen in your life. Other people begin to point it out. Other people begin to say, wow, there's just something different about you. There's something different about being in your presence or you just seem different or they begin to point out your growth. I know this would happen for me with my therapist and other people in my life. There'd be times where I think I haven't made any progress at all, but they would point out, well, you changed the way that you talk to yourself. You're not putting yourself down so much. You're not beating yourself up so much. So just be aware that you might be making a lot more progress than you think you are. And sometimes we're a tough crowd to please. I mean, we've been so hard on ourselves for so long that any progress that we make, we judge it. We say it's not good enough. So, so be mindful of that and be aware of that in your healing journey. This thing right here, us, we can become our worst enemy in this process because we're going to constantly be moving the bar. We're going to constantly be saying, you know what, you've made progress, but it's not enough progress. You've gone forward, but you should have gone forward more. That we need to relax on and begin to say, you know what, any progress is good progress because any progress that you're making now 
is more progress than you were making. So celebrate it. Celebrate yourself. You're doing great work. You're doing fantastic work. And so be gentle with yourself on that process of healing. Well, I hope that gives you some things to kind of really look at as you're assessing your healing journey and are you making progress? We're talking about how important it is. We're also talking about some of the pitfalls. And then we're also looking at some real practical things that we can look at to go, am I moving forward? So maybe this week you can take some time, sit down and begin to assess those things and begin to take a realistic look with gentleness about how you're doing in those spaces. Because one of the things that assessing does is it does show us that we're making progress because we often don't think we are and we want to give up. But taking time to assess and look for the wins, not the failures, looking for the wins, looking for the progress That gives us inspiration. That gives us motivation to stay on the path. Well, thank you again, as always, for joining another episode of the Permission to Love podcast. If you do need more resources, I want to remind you, as always, you can find me at jerryhenderson.org. You can also find me on Instagram at Jerry A. Henderson. Would love to hear from you. Would love to be a part of your journey. And remember, as always, you are worthy of your own love.